fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You're doing right. It's the Voice of Reason. Welcome into the program. Your favorite day of the entire week. You finally made it. Now we can celebrate just a little bit. Although I have to say it is blizzardy cold outside and I am kind of sort of liking it. But at the same time, it's pushing my limits, man. Now, I have worn a t-shirt all of this week. And for those that don't live in the Wichita area, welcome in. We are broadcasting live out of the heartland of America right here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, and live streaming plus the podcast as well. And some individuals are getting to enjoy, you know, like warm weather and like the sun. We're not. It is a high of 10 degrees today. With the wind chill this morning, it was like negative 10. And when I was driving to work this morning, it said two degrees outside on my car. So that was nice. But this is the most I'm wearing a T-shirt. This is the most I have worn all week long today. I finally brought a semi-thin like sweatshirt to throw over me, but outside of that, I'm kind of enjoying it. Maybe not to this level. Now, I heard this next week, Monday, Tuesday, could be like negative 20 wind chill in this area. So those of you that don't live in the Kansas region, you're probably lucky. And you're probably getting to enjoy a lot better weather than what you are here. This is weird, though. Like, the last time this happened was, like, in the 1980s in Kansas. So that's all right. You know what? We'll rock it. Until then, welcome in Broadcasting Live. We are all over our social media, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. Plus the parlor that is not up in the minds.com as well. You can find all of them at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also on the website at HoosierReason.com. We have the live stream up on the website as well. So thanks for joining us today. You finally made it through the week. We have a lot to get to today as this is only a one-hour program. And we try to cram as much as we possibly can into one hour uh, for sure. Larry Clayman, he is the author of the book, It Takes a Revolution. We had him on a few weeks ago, about a month or so ago, and everybody loved him coming on the program, so we brought him back. He'll be at the bottom of the hour to chat about the latest with the impeachment hearings, which I am really glad that these are almost over. I'm really glad that we can almost move past this. So the defense of Donald Trump had about eight hours today or six hours today. They only took about three hours today, and they were done. Now, the prosecutors took two full days. They took the entire 16 hours that they had allotted to them, two eight-hour days, And they did their whole thing. They played video of like angry people saying that we want to go storm the Capitol and we love Donald Trump and we're waiting for our marching orders, Donald Trump, although he didn't give any. So they just kind of took the matters into their own hand. But they played all these clips. They talk about how if you don't impeach the president and charge him with criminal whatever, then you are just accepting this type of action. You are just, I couldn't watch it. I haven't watched it the last two days. I don't really care. I know you're probably sick of it. I'm sick of it for sure. You've been hearing it probably on every other talk show. So I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. At the same time, I want to wrap this conversation up because by next week, hopefully we can be done with it and move past it. The process is now that they have done with the defense, which they had two full days to do so, they took only a half of one day to do it. They're all done. They went back. They convened. They're Now they're back and they're asking questions and doing kind of a Q&A. They're going to do that probably today and tomorrow. And then they're probably going to vote, if not this weekend, by this uh, early next week. And it's not going to go anywhere. He'll be acquitted. It'll be fine. They need three-fourths or two-thirds vote, which means they need 67 votes. They only have 56 to 44. That's about the best they're going to get. Because Republicans aren't going to be swayed, even with the defense being really crappy. 
And the prosecutor's actually not doing too terribly bad with bringing out the emotion and really trying to drive home their agenda. So Republicans, some of them will be like, oh, wow, you really won me over. You, I really see the light now that you presented all this evidence. I'm going to vote your way. I have to admit the one frustrating part about Washington, D.C. is everything is so staged, it makes me absolutely sick. I was in theater. I'm in talk radio. I do theatrics. I try to educate you, but doing it in a somewhat theatrical, entertaining way for you to stay engaged so you don't tune out and just kind of chip, change a channel. I try to make it entertaining, but we try to inform you on certain issues and educate you on things. Constitutional issues, common sense issues. We try to talk about them, but we do it in a theatrical performance. It is the uh, the theater of the mind with radio or video if you're watching the video stream, which you can watch this ugly mug make funny uh, funny faces. So, you know, all the power to you if that's what you choose to do. But we try to do that. But it's theatrics. But I know what I'm going to say. I know the points I want to make. Now, the difference between this and what Congress does is that sometimes I'm able to take emails or phone calls and actually have a dialogue. They don't do that. They already have everything scripted. They know exactly what's going to happen. They know how they're going to vote before they go even in there. So the entire process is a sham. Because they already know who they We're so partisan nowadays, we already know what they're going to do. We already know what the breakdown of the vote's going to look like. It's already set in stone. They go into a trial with their minds already made up. Now, if a judge did that, if a, 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 uh, a, a panel did that in a courtroom, and they went in already having their minds made up, do you think that the jury would, that they would be chosen for the jury? Do you think that that person, if you're going, you get called for jury duty? And it's a case you're like, you know what? I hate that guy. He's a jerk. I'm going to go. I already know what I'm going to vote for. That Hang him. Hang him high. You know, that's what they're going to be saying. If you get called for jury duty and you know the person involved in the case and you go there and you say, yeah, that guy's a jerk. I hate, He's a neighbor. He steals from me. He breaks my stuff. He tries to take that. Da, 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 da. If you go in saying that, do you think you're going to be chosen for the jury? No. But we're doing that here in Congress, essentially. Democrats are saying, I hate Trump. He is the worst person on the face of the earth. I don't care what you say. I don't care what type of rights he has. I don't care what you think he did or what he did or did not do. We do not like him. We do not want him to run for office again. He's guilty. They're doing that automatically going in. Conservatives, he's not guilty. There's no evidence of him actually inciting any of the violence. Maybe he didn't do it as strongly as what we would have liked to or maybe whatever. But you know what? Uh, maybe he pushed the agenda for the rigged election too far. Whatever the case, he's not inciting violence. He didn't do anything wrong. Whatever they feel. Except for the few, they're like, oh, we're more Democrat than we are Republican. That's really the argument we have here. We already know it. We are jurors going in already knowing the verdict before it's actually done. This is just going through the process, going through the motions. But I will say, today was the defense for Donald Trump. They did it for about three, four hours. They were done. They're asking the questions. I'll do the vote. Done. And maybe by next week we can move on and actually address serious issues like the issue at the border, which we'll get into in a second. But finally, finally... We had a defense that actually wasn't too terribly bad, and thank God they started bringing it up. They played a clip, a highlight clip that's about a minute and a half long, of some of the comments the Democrats have made over the last four years regarding Donald Trump while they're trying to say, wait a second, you're saying Donald Trump's inciting violence and protests and anarchy in the streets. What have you done the last four years? 
I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. You've got to be ready to throw a punch. You have to be ready to throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No, I wish you were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take out now. Okay. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Please get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. We're going to go in there, we're going to... This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? <laughs> you know, I do have to say the cackle from from Kamala Harris is almost, or I would probably say even more degrading than the one from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree with that one? Kamala Harris's cackle at the very end there. Did one of them have to come out alive? And of course, Ellen like stands up and applauds. Everybody applauds. That was the montage of what we've had to endure the last four years. Now, Trump says, go to the Capitol and support your elected officials. And all of a sudden, he's inciting violence. And we're all domestic terrorists. We've had to suffer through years of uh, being attacked for wearing a MAGA hat, uh, supporting Donald Trump, being a Republican, wave, waving a Trump flag. And they have the right to assault us, to attack us, to burn down our cars, to burn our buildings, to to attack us in the streets, to start the Black Lives Matter movement or the Antifa movements. That's totally okay because it's justified. That's the hatred that's been spewed. And that's only us. That's 10% of what we've had to endure over the last four years. But don't worry, Donald Trump's the problem, right? So it's good the defense finally, finally started broadcasting some of this and turning it around on them. Now, he's a slow old guy who just talked very monotone and... I hope you really consider this, Democrats. Like, can't you? We have talk show hosts all over the country. We have legal experts all over the country that could do way better at presenting Donald Trump and probably making that case and showing the emotion. Because if they already have their minds up, it's less of a legal thing, of more of a let's present the case here and turn the tables onto them, which is what they needed to do. They also played a video because the argument from Donald Trump's team was about the First Amendment. We have the First Amendment of expression. He has the right to have a First Amendment of expression. They went through different law, legal cases from the Supreme Court all the way back when, judging that, yes, even elected officials have the right to freedom of speech, uh, even when they're an elected official. And that was their case, that Donald Trump did not incite any violence, but him talking about the rigged election, talking about going and fight for your, you know, fight for your rights and fight with the elected officials and whatever, that it's your First Amendment right to do those things, but it didn't lead to any type of violence. And when they said, fight, 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 go and fight, fight hard. We got to fight like hell. We got to fight like this. With what Donald Trump said in his speech, they were trying to say that that's what was inciting the violence. But yet again, thankfully to Donald Trump's team, they turned it around back on the Democrats again. But don't take it from me. 
it's best to listen to them. Our mission is to fight. Our job is to fight. We are in a fight. We are in a fight. We are in a fight. Democrats are fighting as hard as we can. Democrats are standing up to fight. We know how to fight. We like a good fight. Democrats are going to fight like hell. We fight like hell. I'm going to fight like hell. I will fight like hell. We're going to fight like hell. I'm going to fight like hell. Fight like hell. I will fight like hell. We have to fight like hell. I, and I know many other senators and members of the House, will fight like hell. We are going to fight like hell. We're going to fight like hell. We're going to fight like hell. And we just have to fight. We're going to fight. We are going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. Because you will fight. To fight. Political revolution. That means that millions, 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 millions have got to stand up and fight and fight and fight. Stand up and fight back. To fight and continue to fight. Once again, fight back in the fight. But we're fighting back. My fight. To fight an administration. You don't get what you don't fight for. We'll also fight him and challenge him in every way that we can. Fight in Congress. Fight in the courts. Fight in the streets. In the Congress, in the courts, and in the streets. There's the fight. There's the fight. There's the fight. And then there's the fight to defend. We're eager to take on this fight. The American people are going to have to fight. Get in this fight. Get in this fight. Uh, around the clock fighting. We've got to keep fighting and keep focused. We will fight when we must fight. We've been fighting, so we need to fight, but we also need to fight. It's always going to be an uphill fight. This is going to be a fight. We always must fight. We're in the fight of our lives. And we're going to be in for the fight of our lives. This is the fight of our life. The fight of their lives. We are in this fight for our lives. We cannot ever give up fighting. Hypocrisy. <laughs> I love that comment right afterwards. It's about time we turn the tables back on them right to their face. I loved it. It was a great way to wrap up the defense for President Donald Trump. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today. 24 minutes past the hour, radio and TV, plus the live streaming for your favorite day of the entire week. Welcome into it. Goes by way too fast. So the defense for President Donald Trump, I thought, did at least a lot better than what they did on Tuesday. Still kind of dry and not very exciting, but at least he served his purpose. And luckily it was in a court case where we didn't need their charm and charisma to actually win the case because most people already had already made up their mind. So at least that's good news. We'll have the acquittal by the end of the week, uh, by this weekend or early next week at the latest, hopefully. At the same time, we have a bill coming out of the House of Representatives that is the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package. At the same time, I'd like to remind you of something. We have right now, according to CNBC, a deficit in this nation projected to be 2.3 trillion dollars for the year of 2021 without even adding another stimulus package to it. Think about that for a second. 2.3 trillion dollar deficit for just this year. We are spending 2.3 trillion dollars than what our economy actually produces to pay that back. That's how much debt we are actually in this year. And we want to add almost double a $2.3 trillion deficit to a nearly $2 trillion additional package to that debt. We would almost double the deficit in one single package. That doesn't include a federal budget. That is wild. So that just passed, or that's working through the House of Representatives now, about ready to go over to the Senate. So the Senate may pick that up as soon as uh, they're done with their whole wasting time for the next few days for the impeachment issues. And Democrats say, oh, if you don't, then you're killing us all. And Republicans are like, you're just really stupid. The fact of the matter is that with this trial, real quickly, before we wrap up and forget all about it, is the fact that when they talk about the word fight, we literally have to break down what innuendos mean or what metaphors mean. Because when Donald Trump says, go and fight like hell, we've had to fight like hell. Uh, he made the metaphor of uh, Republicans having to fight like a boxer with their hands tied behind their back. That's called a metaphor. And fortunately for politicians, they get to use and abuse and twist those whenever they want to. Because if they want to take them literally, then they can. If they choose to use them in a metaphorical sense, then they choose to do so as well. But it's on their choice on when they choose and choose not to do so which I find quite ironic. So they get to create their nice little reality world around them. Remember when Donald Trump made the joke of maybe we should look into like actually drinking Clorox to be able to get rid of COVID. And they literally came out and said, wow, Donald Trump wants everybody to drink Clorox and die because he wants everybody to die by drinking Clorox to get rid of COVID. You remember that? And you just shake your head and you're like, wow. How, stu- how truly stupid can you actually be? But, of course, they don't know what metaphors are unless they're the ones actually doing it because then they're really deep, man. They're deep. They're, that's a deep symbolism. That's deep metaphors, dude. That makes you really think. But Donald Trump said that we need to drink Clorox. What? <laughs> Again, that's when we go. 
Oh, and one more for you. You are fake news. Yeah, that's right. So now we have that just about over. We'll talk with Clayman, uh, uh, with uh, Larry Clayman, our guest coming on in the next segment here in just a little bit about that. But I'm concerned about what could happen with our budget very soon. I also want to talk about illegal immigration as now Joe Biden has just really uh, opened the gates wide open. You know, remember Donald Trump said he wanted to build a fence and build a wall, but he wanted a big, beautiful door, a big, beautiful door for people to come in and come in legally. He wants people to come in legally. I want a big, beautiful door. It's going to be the biggest, beautiful door you've ever seen in your entire life. And people are going to be able to come in legally. Well, now Joe Biden's just saying, you don't even need to be legal. You just need to, like, you know, have a pulse and you can come on down. Joe Biden to slowly allow 25,000 people coming into the country seeking asylum. Now, of course, remember, you can't seek asylum unless you're in the country exactly right next to you. You don't get to go through three different countries to seek asylum because that's called illegal. But Joe Biden doesn't care. So Mexico is saying, oh, thank God you stopped the, the border wall. Thank God you're starting to allow these people in because they're on our side right now. And we don't really like them on our side because they're not doing us any good. So thank you for taking them. What can we do about that? There are some things we can do about it. I don't want to leave you all the doom and gloom, so I want to give you some positivity with that uh, later in the show. So we'll do that when we come back. Plus, Larry Kleeman, he'll be joining us after the bottom of the hour as well. It's a Friday. It's a good Friday. It's a great Friday. we got a lot of good stuff to talk about, so we'll do that right here on your favorite talk show with The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on your favorite day of the entire week. Your Millennial General reporting for duty each and every day. That's the way we roll right here, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand that Millennial Generation one radio listener at a time, as we are radio and TV, plus the live streaming and podcasting as well. Thanks for hanging out as we see maybe, hopefully, the end of this ridiculous, absurd impeachment trial that we're seeing out of Washington, D.C., Today, now they're going to do the Q&As today, possibly tomorrow, do a vote, and then uh, hopefully, maybe by next week, we get back to real business. Although Joe Biden, he's still coloring his name on everything uh, with executive orders, so he thinks he's being productive and special right now. So that's cute, but maybe Congress can actually take over some deals as well. I want to kind of recap and kind of finish up this conversation with impeachment today with our next guest. And the last time we had him on the program, we had a great response. Everybody loved having him on the show so we just had to get him back on. He is the author of It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry, Larry Clayman, hanging out with us today. Larry, how are you, my friend? 
Doing fine. Thank you. Hey, it's great to have you back on the program, and I appreciate it. Let's talk about My this pleasure. impeachment trial. I mean, this is absurd. It's ridiculous. I mean, the prosecution took their two full days of eight hours a day going through their whole case and showing video of how evil Donald Trump is. The defense took three hours, four hours today, and they're all done. I mean, is that a good sign, or are we just pretty much going through the motions at this point? Well, it's both. I mean, number one, I don't know what can be a good sign in a way, because this whole thing, as Woody Allen would put it, is a mockery of a travesty, of a sham, of a mockery of a sham. Okay, so that's what it is. It's about bloodying Trump up, and they accomplished their purpose. They did it. They had no real evidence. They had no real proof. It's complete nonsense. If anybody's responsible for what happened to the Capitol on January 6th, and frankly, I don't think what happened at the Capitol was all that bad, this was the people reacting to endemic corruption in all three branches of government, something that Jefferson predicted, as I write in my book, would happen uh, when the government does no longer represent the people. But the reality here is is that uh, this was just simply an assassination. And uh, by trying to destroy Trump, they're trying to destroy conservatives, people of faith, and everyone who believes in the vision of our founding fathers. And, And that's what it's about. Yeah, it really is. It's trying to slander them. Now, The i got to give the defense credit because on Tuesday they kind of botched it. It was kind of cringeworthy to watch. I mean, they did not do a good job. I know they were scrambling because it was a new team trying to put together a different case, move things around, whatever the case was, but it was uncomfortable to watch. Today they did a bit better, and they played some videos of the Democrats being vile to Trump over the last four years. They you know, talked about the freedom of speech, that their uh, First Amendment rights that they're arguing for Trump, and showed the word fight, which apparently now, that's not a metaphor, it physically means fight, unless when Democrats talk about on the campaign trail how much we need to fight and fight and fight, and we need to fight and fight and fight. So it, it, it's just, to me, it's mm-hmm. dumbed down to the lowest, dumbest common denominator of they want to take metaphors out of context when they want to but then when they say things it's okay so i'm glad we exposed it but it's just it's political pandering that just annoys the crap out of me well i mean look these people are socialists and communists and they themselves are responsible like i said for what happened on january 6th not donald trump you know the old expression in the soviet union is what's mine is mine and what yours is negotiable so we can do whatever we want And I published an article today, kind of in line with my book, It Takes a Revolution, is that the left is using a full-court press. It's an inquisition. It's a purge to take conservatives and others out right now. It was reported just yesterday that this Olympic athlete by the name of Cleet Keller, who won several medals in 2000 and 2004 and 2008 in the Olympics, a swimmer, was indicted for entering the Capitol building. I mean, it's absurd. I mean, I like to quote Woody Allen a lot because of the fact that he does, you know, in a, in a in satire, point out how absurd things are. But if it had been one of his movies, Take the Money and Run, Keller could have been indicted for having sex with a horse. I mean, it's just so ridiculous that what's going on right now. And then the head of the Olympic Association comes out, bows down, condemns this guy because he simply was protesting and entered the Capitol peacefully And this is what you've got today. Biden and Harris are using the FBI and the DOJ as a type of Gestapo to go out and round people up so there'll be no dissent, so the the left can take total control and keep total control over this country. Yeah. 
They really are. Uh, now, the big question is, will it work? I mean, what they're trying to do to attack, to not only go after Donald Trump so he can never run for office again, to try to expel the congressmen and elected officials who challenged the Electoral College, to try and silence all the conservatives and, and constitutionalists across the nation who are upset right now, to deem us domestic terrorists, to try and put red flag laws so we can't purchase firearms, to try and ban us off of no-fly lists and all this other garbage, all of that that they're trying to do, not just win and promote their agenda, but rub that salt in that wound is it going to work or is it going to backfire on them? It's working, regrettably. And that's why the American people need to rise up. That's why I wrote the book. I know I'm pushing it here. But we need to ourselves have a justice system. We need to take it back. I'm commissioning a grand jury, as I did before, citizens' grand jury, to seek the indictment of Biden, his son, and his brother, Frank, Man. for bribery from China, Ukraine, and elsewhere. We need to have a a third continental Congress and talk about creating a new government, frankly, you know, as is our right in the Declaration of Independence. We don't have a government anymore. Right. It, it's gone. We don't have a, a Republican Party that, frankly, ever stood up for us, you know, after Ronald Reagan. Never <laughs> happened. And, and the American people need to see things clearly. Things are not going to get better. There will never be another conservative president uh, as long as there's electoral system that's cooked like it is today. Sure. So I don't think the answer is at the ballot box anymore. I really don't. Not until things change. Well, I agree. I agree with you. That's why so many people don't want to show up and vote anymore. Why they're so skeptical of this system. And you're right. When Republicans are voting with them, I mean, even if it's five or six, I mean, the Republican Party can never stand on its own two legs and actually stand as one unit like the Democrats do. We always fight amongst ourselves. We're talking with Larry Clayman, author of the book It Takes a Revolution, which is why I wanted to bring you on with this book because it's so, it's probably one of the most important books that we've talked about on this show. Uh, in this time right now because it's so important. You're also current chairman with Freedom Watch. You started Judicial Watch as well way back when. I mean, starting a revolution, it's a dirty process. It's a scary process. But what needs to happen to get this ball rolling? Is it, I mean, we don't want to pick up arms. Is it trying to fight through the system? Is it trying to get new people into office uh, like, uh, you know, like the Tea Party tried to do a few years back? I mean, what does this take to get this thing rolling? We need to, you know, take risks like our founding fathers did. We can't be afraid. We can't be afraid of of uh, Biden's Gestapo right now. That's my former alma mater. I was once proud of it, the Justice Department and the FBI. And we need, as we did, you know, in 1776, take our legal system back. We can have our own courts. We can have our own prosecutors. We can have our own judges. We need to do that. And that's what I'm starting and I've done before last year. We indicted Robert Mueller in a citizen's grand jury for trying to suborn perjury with my client, Dr. Jerome Corsi, to implicate the president in crimes. But we also need to talk about having a Third Continental Congress. I'm calling it for Memorial Day, May 31st in Philadelphia. Experts from all over, you're invited. And we talk about, you know, how we can set up a new electoral system, how we can set up a Supreme Court that isn't comprised of a bunch of political hacks as we've seen over and over again, lower court justices, and also to rid uh, the executive branch of the deep state. I think we need a new government, and we have the right to do it. We're going to be peaceful and legal. If they want to come for us, we have our Second Amendment rights. We're going to be there right. across from Independence Hall in the Visitor Center, and, and let's start a movement. That's what they did in 1776. They started a movement. Exactly. And what you're doing is really important, because I can tell the truth you know, on talk radio and shows like yours, but you can't do it on cable news. And that's why the subtitle of my book is 
forget the scandal industry. Yeah, no, they don't like it for sure. Now, what about some of the movements that we're seeing in some of the other states of branching off as a as a new state? We've talked to uh, some of the leaders with the the new California movement wanting to branch off, and some of the states that say, you know what, we don't like what the state government's doing. We're going to break off and do our own thing. Is that productive in this movement of of this type of revolution, or is that really not going to help the process? Well, I think the threat of it is certainly productive. You know, Jefferson has said, when the people fear the government, there's tyranny. But when the government fears the people, there's liberty. He was right about that. But I'm talking about not just breaking away. I'm talking about saying and doing what Charles de Gaulle did in World War II when the Nazis took over France. He ran the real French government from London. So I think we should simply declare, look, we don't recognize your authority. Sorry, you don't exist anymore in our in our eyes. We are going to form our own government. We're going to form it according to constitutional principles, according to Judeo-Christian values and ethics. And you can go stay in Washington and commit the crimes against yourself. Because we've had it. We're done with you. Yeah. And the dirty little secret is, is that the Republicans want Trump gone, too. So all this, you know, Cruz and, and Rand Paul and Rubio, you know, and and Lindsey Graham, all who intend to run for president, you know, yeah, we support Trump, but not that much. And he'll be gone. Yeah. You know, Trump will be gone and they'll be able to run for president. I got news for him. They ain't going to win anything because the Republican Party's dead. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I love the idea. I love the idea of doing it. I I guess in such a weird time where we've been so stagnant and so complacent for so long, I fear that not enough people actually are awake enough to want to stand out and stick their necks out that long enough to do something like that. I've been advocating for the nullification process by the states, and if we don't like what the federal federal government's doing that we that we stand up and just nullify it at the statewide level but we have a lot of corrupt politicians at the state level that want to just go along with it and they don't want to cut off that fund uh, fundulation and financial support from the federal government as well so i mean it's it's hard to start a movement like this we've got about 20 seconds left but if it just words of encouragement if people want to do this or want to support something like this or maybe they're skeptical i mean how do they go about being able to just jump on board with this movement Go to freedomwatchusa.org, freedomwatchusa.org, join our Justice League, read the Declaration of Independence, read my book, It Takes a Revolution, let's get to work. Uh, We have to be fearless right now. We have God-given rights here. Amen to that. And whatever it takes needs to be done. Our founding fathers, you know, risked their lives and gave their lives. And we got to continue that legacy certainly take it a step here. I love it. Larry Clayman, it takes a revolution. Forget the scandal industry. Larry, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. We'll do it again soon. You too. God bless. Have a great weekend. Hey, you as well. We appreciate that. Great conversation. We'll continue it when we come back here on a Friday for The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out today. Larry Clayman. we appreciate him coming on the program. It takes a revolution. Forget the scandal industry. Interesting conversation. A bit on the fringe there, eh? But yet I kind of agree with it. And it's kind of what we've been talking about on this program already, isn't it? Last time we came on, I mean, a lot of people really enjoyed the conversation, and it really does take it to another level. How many people do you think are open to the idea of, you know what, federal government, do what you want, but it's not affecting us anymore. What your legislation does uh, does no longer affects us. We're not accepting it. We're not acknowledging it. You are no longer relevant to us. We're just going to do our own thing. And if you try to come after us, then all the power to you, but you're not going to. I mean, that is a bold, I want to say fringe statement, radical statement, but is it really? It's kind of an interesting concept. Now, just because of this, we probably will get banned on social media for sure. Uh, my Facebook live feed ended for some reason, and I don't know why. And, and my computer over here says unable to connect, which means either we just had a computer issue, which is possible, or they didn't like us and they just cut us off on there. The funny part is that we're still on YouTube and Twitch and all the other sites, but we are not on Facebook right now, which is very strange to me. So I'm not sure what's going on. We'll see what the heck happens, but we'll see if maybe we got banned off of Facebook again. And it happened after the first couple of segments when we were talking about the impeachment and how ridiculous Democrats actually are, because, you know, you can't air the other side of it until they block you. So Facebook says the video has just ended. Boop, it's done. So I don't know what's going on, but uh, this is a I mean, this is the big question. How many people do you think actually jump on board with some type of movement like that? We just don't want to accept or acknowledge what the federal government's doing any longer. I mean, that's essentially what the what the state governments should be doing, which was what we've been advocating for with the nullification process. Thanks, federal government. You passed this covid relief. You passed this Medicaid expansion. You passed this huge tax hike. You passed all this stuff. That's great. We're just not going to abide by it. You're not going to do it here. We're not going to acknowledge it. We're not going to accept it. We're going to do our own thing because we are a sovereign state. We are a sovereign nation, essentially, but we are a United States because we choose to allow you to do certain things, but we got the majority of this, and you're not going to do that here. We're going to nullify it. We're going to do our own legal action, our own policies, our own legislation at the statewide level, and every state has the ability and the right to be able to do that, especially when it comes to protecting their state. For example... 
I read the story earlier about, let's see what's trending today. I guess we should do that. Why not? Come on. What's trending today? All right, so according to the headline from the Associated Press, Biden to slowly allow 25,000 people seeking asylum into the United States. Really? Because that's not legal. Unless they're from Mexico, which most of them are not, then they're not allowed to come in as asylum seekers. You have to go into the nation next to you to be an asylum seeker. You can't pass through three different countries and be like, oh, I'm finally here. Whoo, that was a trip, man. I got money. I got uh, resources. I traveled by train. We just cruised on the way up to the United States. Not allowed to do that. Illegal. That is unconstitutional. It is also constitutional for us to build a wall and say, no, you're not allowed to come in illegally because we set the uh, the legal policy. We set immigration policy, and this is how you can come into the nation. You cannot just walk the wall right in and be like, hey, here I am. I can just see all the asylum seekers doing the Conor McGregor strut walking in and be like, hey, here I am. You can't do anything about it. Which, by the way, speaking of the reason I brought that up was because Conor McGregor did get confirmed for a Dustin Poirier number three trilogy fight this summer. So I'm super excited about that. Nonetheless, you cannot allow asylum seekers in that way. He stopped the funding of the border of the wall and ceased the border wall funding and border construction completely. He now has changed it back to the catch and release policies under the Barack Obama administration. You could essentially be a criminal, a known criminal, who's a murderer, who's done drugs, who has gang tattooed signs all over you, and you're an illegal alien and you will not be deported. That's how crazy this world has gotten today. What can we do about it? Well, the states do have the power to do immigration enforcement to some degree. Now, we've talked about it constitutionally to where usually the federal government handles this because it's a federal matter with foreign policy and foreign interference and people coming from foreign nations. However, if they're a detriment or a threat to the state because of military force, because of financial strain, because of whatever, because you're an illegal alien, you are placed here forcefully when we didn't really accept you or like welcoming you in kind of thing or allow you to be here, that's a problem. And these states do have the ability constitutionally to defend their states with the National Guard or other means in order to protect their borders as a state because they are a sovereign state. And constitutionally, they can do that. The question is, again, will you call your elected officials at the state level with your governor, state legislatures, elected officials, and say, hey, what are you going to do here? Texas can enforce its own borders. New Mexico can enforce its own borders. Arizona can enforce its own borders and not let illegal aliens pass through them, even if the federal government's not going to do a thing about it. It kind of be up to the states now, because that's apparently where we're at in this nation today. We're just going to do it ourselves because I ain't going to trust anybody else to do it. And that's where we're at wrapping up a week. So until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice of Reason. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Back at it on Monday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately.
And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.